Welcome to the Speaking Light into Abortion podcast, where I talk about all the reasons it's possible for you to thrive after your abortion. I'm your host, Amanda Kingsley, and two years after my own abortion, I certified as a life coach so I could serve women after abortion in all the ways they've been deserving and lacking for centuries. Consider this your launchpad for finding strength and community in yourselves and in each other. Week four. Week four. Oh my goodness, I have enjoyed these four weeks so much that I think I actually might turn them into a workbook and sort of like a mini book to expand on some of the concepts and um, give more people a place to work through this idea of honoring your abortion. But until then, uh, if you're listening now, you can jump over to my website, Amanda Star Kingsley slash Oh, sorry. AmandaStarkingsley.com slash honoring dash abortion. And print out the worksheets I have for you there that go with each of the four episodes um, that we put out through this podcast this month of May. So you can fill out those same worksheets a hundred times and learn something new about yourself every single time. So feel free to use those over and over again. I'm not sure how long I will have that web page up, but it'll be a while. So amandastarkingsley.com slash honoring dash abortion. All right, this week we're talking about honoring your future. So first we talked about honoring your feelings, honoring your decision, then honoring your desires, and now in this last part we're going to talk about honoring your future. If you take away one thing from this week, I want it to be one question. You can ask it every day, you can ask it multiple times a day, ask it when you bump into a crossroad, when you face a new decision. Um, when you're in a new challenge or in a new celebration. Ask it when your eyes open in the morning and when your head hits the pillow at night. Keep asking. (laughs) And this last step in the four-part series will inevitably fall into perfect place. So what's the question, right? The question is, in light of who I want to be in the world, how do I want to show up in this moment. So I want you to ask this when you're about to snap at your partner, friend, or mother. Maybe when you reach for the drink to push away your feelings. Maybe when you're about to press play on Netflix instead of writing your resume. Ask the question because you matter. And if you can't believe quite yet that you matter, ask it because I believe that you matter. Borrow my belief in you. Borrow my wish to see all your desires come to fruition. If you've participated in the past three weeks of this series, you've felt the feelings, you've honored your decision, you've taken the time to see your own wants, and now it's time to step bravely into your future. One brushstroke, one word, one paddle at a time. It doesn't matter where you are now or how many ways you've self-sabotaged or lost your footing along the way. Every single moment is an opportunity to ask yourself, who do I want to be 
right now. I'm not sure what stirred the pot for me, but just this week, uh, three years past my own abortion, I've been thinking about babies. <laughs> I've been thinking about how much I love babies and how amazing it is to be capable of bringing new life into the world. I've been longing for all the feels of early motherhood and the pure joy of expanding your heart to new life. Ironically, this week I've also been thinking about what an enormous task it is to raise children. I've been thinking about the reality that no matter what I say or do, no matter how I show up, it will be my natural human tendency to wonder if I did it right, if I could have done better. I snapped at my son this week. I gritted my teeth at my middle schooler. I wanted to tell my high schooler to snap out of it and go do something fun. In every single one of those moments, I had a choice and I took it. I chose to remember that none of this frustration was about them. All of it was about me and my opportunity to learn and grow. Life is 50-50. 50 percent -50. 50 awesome, or as some would describe positive, and 50% shitty, or as some would describe negative. In other words, we're supposed to feel shitty 50% of the time. That means I'm supposed to think parenting is a load of really hard stuff half the time. And the other half, I'm supposed to love it so much that even my in a daydream, I'm thinking about more babies. I'm supposed to love myself for having chosen me when I terminated and also occasionally wonder what it would have been like if I'd picked a different path. 50-50, of the time. When it comes to abortion, here's what separates me and my clients from millions of women out there. We start by allowing the 50-50 that is. I did what was best and it's the hardest thing I've ever done. I love myself and I question myself all in a day's time. Then, and this is the really important part, after we've accepted that we're allowed to feel all the feelings, we realize if life is 50-50, I can choose a new 50-50. I can choose a 50-50 that leads me toward growth. I can choose a 50-50 that leads to an evolution of humanity. I can choose hard and I can choose love. Yesterday, I recorded a podcast episode with a woman who was actually blacklisted by Planned Parenthood. Her story is pretty amazing. Um, she's a really lovely woman. And she held space for me to be on her podcast and share my story with her audience. And I feel so good about the episode that we recorded. But if I'm being honest, it was hard for the first 50% of the conversation before we hit record. It would have been so easy for me to walk away. It would have been so easy for her to walk away. But we both chose love. We stepped into hard not away from it. We chose to see that we were both somewhere in the middle 
and that in the big picture, what we both really wanted was evolution. What we both really wanted was to serve. And to serve, we had to get through the tough stuff first. We had to ask ourselves, how do we want to show up? Who do we want to be in this moment? How can we both become more of who we are and not less? To honor our futures, we had to choose love. If I'd walked away from the conversation, it would have been 50-50. Ding, 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 ding. (laughs) I would have walked away feeling frustrated and disappointed and gone on to find joy in what already was. My family, my own beliefs, my comfort zone. It would have been a perfectly reasonable choice, but it would not have been in the spirit of growth and evolution. So instead of walking away feeling frustrated and disappointed, I walked forward feeling frustrated and disappointed. I walked right through it, right through the hard and into a future I felt good about. I left the podcast recording feeling so proud of both of us for having navigated really rocky waters and sculpting them into something beautiful and powerful for both of our communities. 50-50. No matter what, it's 50-50. We can choose our 50-50 in the spirit of growth and evolution, or we can let them happen by default and get more of the same. Just like there was no right or wrong decision when you made your choice to terminate a pregnancy, there's no right or wrong here either. You can choose to honor your future, or you can choose more of the same. Your power isn't in your results. It's in your choice. Personally, I feel so much better about everything when I'm an active participant in my outcome. Even if I fail, I'd rather fail trying than walking away and giving up. I'd rather surrender with hope than succumb in defeat. So if you're like me, If you're ready to live in honor of your abortion, stick with me. I'm about to walk you through some more of the tools that I use to be a creator of my own beautiful story. I used to hate goal setting. (laughs) It felt like the creation of one failed dream after another. And I spent a lot of time beating myself up because everyone else seemed to be able to follow through when I kept falling flat. Then I started to understand that goal completion wasn't an indication of my worth or value. It was simply a map for me to navigate. Having a goal gave me a curriculum. It gave me a chance to learn important life lessons. Without a goal, I was writing someone else's dream. With a goal, I was building my own. I also learned that the size of a goal is irrelevant. Whether I plan to cook a meal or to launch a podcast, both have equal opportunity to face my resistance and understand my own mind and heart. Deliberate and intentional action is our best teacher. Reflection is how we learn and grow. To honor your future and your abortion in the coming week, I invite you to choose one thing you want to accomplish this week. 
one thing that represents you living the best version of the life you made your choice for. You can ask yourself, how am I going to honor my future self this week? Your answer might look like, look for a job, tell my partner the truth, play with my friends, start the project, make a list of all the steps and parts to completing whatever task it is that you choose. What do you need to do? What do you need to think? Who might you need to connect with? What obstacles can you prepare for? And most importantly, how will you feel when you've completed this thing? It's in these questions and in these actions that your greatest lessons and growth lie. Once you have your task and your anticipated path laid out, write these words. I am committed to this task for the future version of me. I am doing this because I choose to feel, insert your feeling, and feeling, whatever feeling you chose from that task, feeling this is the most powerful way I can honor myself, my future, and my abortion. So I'll give you an example. Um, after completing these this May series of podcasts, um, I actually admit I didn't plan very far ahead and I have nothing planned for next week's episode. <laughs> so the thing I want to do for the future version of me who serves you is to complete that is to plan my next set of podcasts, whether they're me or interviews or whatever they are. So when I have that set, when I have that next podcast ready to go, I will feel expansive. So my sentence might be, I'm committed to this task for the future version of me. I'm doing this because I choose to feel expansive. And feeling expansive is the most powerful way I can honor myself, my future, and my abortion. So that's just an example. So if you keep showing up to this kind of intentional living one week after the next, you can't help but live your life's purpose. In the joy of following your desires and overcoming your challenges, you will grow into the most beautiful and powerful version of yourself. You will learn to become the person you're meant to be. And along the way, it will feel, guess what? 50-50. <laughs> but when your head hits the pillow at night, you'll realize that you've become who you want to be by showing up one moment at a time. You will start to believe that life is happening for you and with you, not to you. And you will realize that by honoring your abortion, you became a stronger version of yourself. Thanks for listening. And as always, please consider sharing, rating, and reviewing this podcast. It helps me reach a wider audience and invites more people to thrive after abortion. If you're someone who chose abortion and find yourself struggling, hiding, or wishing you could move beyond your experience, head over to my website and book a free call. We'll talk about how you can start living the life you made your choice for.